0: Turn to M3 and Karen B. for this week's episode of Comply on the Fly. You'll get quick and timely answers to the most common employee benefits compliance questions so you and your business can keep moving ahead. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Please seek the advice of counsel for any benefit compliance-related implementation, guidance, or strategy.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the Comply on the Fly question of the week is, How many hours can an employee work and still be eligible for benefits? We have a full-time employee, but this employee has only been working 25 hours per week for the past few months. Well, unfortunately, there are no simple answers to this question and partly will require you to look at your plans, your SPDs or summary plan descriptions, and your internal policies to determine what should be done but I have some pointers for you. First, take a look at your plan documents. Your plan documents for each benefit plan will provide definitions and outline eligibility requirements. So it is a good place to start. Second, you also should have an SPD or SPDs, which again are summary plan descriptions required by ERISA, Which may give additional requirements and guidelines regarding eligibility, particular to you as the plan sponsor of your benefit plans. Third, are you subject to the ACA Affordable Care Act shared responsibility requirements and trying to answer this question in regard to those requirements? And remember, those requirements are applicable to employers with 50 or more full time and full time equivalent employees. If you are, then it will be important to know what measurement method you use, either the look-back measurement method or the monthly measurement method. If you use the monthly measurement method, the answer is easy because once an employee does not meet the 130-hour monthly threshold, they can be taken off the coverage. But if you use the look-back method, then it will require more analysis. Is this person in a stability period as a full-time employee? If so, they are locked in as full-time for the entire stability period, and you cannot take them off the coverage unless you officially change their status from full-time to part-time and follow the status change rule. If they are not yet in a stability period because they are a relatively new full-time employee, you would use the monthly measurement method until they are with you for a full ongoing measurement period. So again, if they fall under 130 hours, they can be removed from coverage due to the reduction in hours. But they must be offered coverage again in any month that they meet that 130-hour threshold. And again, remember these ACA requirements are specific to the health plan. It is really important for ACA purposes to understand what method you use and where the person is in relation to that method. And that is your comply on the fly
0: question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to B at M3INS.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.